Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. Today, we are talking money matters with our favorite guy at Ask Gerald CFP on Twitter. Hit him up when you hear anything that you want to know more about. So, Gerald is always here to give us insight on how to spend our money better, right, Gerald? Because it's one thing to have money, Gerald, but how you spend it okay is another thing altogether so this week uh, last week we focused on housing and this week we focused on buying a car and 2020 saw a great disruption of our economy due to just the crippling effect of the global pandemic and now while this is far from over things are certainly looking up and many forms of relief have actually been put in place and these an example of this are the lower interest rates and the tax breaks which have been in in effect and they've created a much better environment to buy a car. Gerald, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us, as always. Morning, and good morning to all the Radio 2000 listeners. So, Gerald, there are so many ways that we are being enticed to get a car. And I remember your wise words last week, your parting <laughs> shot, house before car. But now, Gerald, yeah. I'm in a situation where I need to get from point A to point B, and yes, I'm still staying at home, um, Ekasi or wherever, and I'm, I'm sorted where, you know, accommodation is concerned, and I want mm-hmm. to buy a house. Is this a good time? Well, it's a good time to buy a car if, if you understand that owning a car uh, comes with a lot of other costs. And uh, I think a lot of people just think you, you just drive this thing endlessly. No, it doesn't quite work like that. For example, um, I was reading on social media just last week, people commenting on licensing costs, vehicle licensing costs. You know, that license mm. disc every year, um, it can cost an oh, arm yeah. and a leg, especially if it's a, it's a big car. Um, another big perennial um, uh, complaint of car ownership is, is fuel. So one of the biggest concerns now before you buy a car is fuel efficiency. Um, the world is to moving towards uh, greener fuels. So you want to try and go for a car with um, a lower engine capacity, but at the same time, you know, giving you value for money in terms of, of power. Working from home, big, big question now. If yes. you're working from home, do you really, really need a car? Because you tend to find now it's more for errands or maybe for your weekend visits with your friends and family, you know. And uh, another study said that it was cheaper to use e-hailing services than buying um, an, an entry-level car in some instances. So is it a good time to buy a car? Definitely, because you'll never get it as good as it is in terms of interest rates. But remember the vehicle licensing cost. Insurance is also a big one. Certain models of yes. cars, just, just stay away from um, certain models are favored by the criminals and the insurance costs are much higher. And also, believe it is or that not, the even, the color, even, even the yes, the Vrpa, and even the color of your car, <laughs> it, it determines your insurance oh. cost. Um, so you don't go for the dark colors, the blacks and the okay. dark blues. Uh, they look great, but um, at night, they are low visibility and they are oh. uh, statistically higher accident risks. So, okay. you know, that's why you're seeing so many white cars on the road these days. Because I thought that was just preference. Are, no, white and silver are the cheapest cars to insure. Uh, black nice. and dark blue, dark, dark navy is being the most expensive. Still speaking on insurance, there are a lot of these on-the-go insurance um, uh, packages and options that are now springing up where you only pay as you drive. 
how is that working out? And do you see that being the future of insurance? I think it's definitely a fairer way to, to insure. The biggest problem with insurance for cars is that so many cars on South African roads don't have it. And I think the insurers are trying to encourage more and more people to insure the cars because, believe it or not, the more people are insured, the cheaper the premiums actually get. And, you know, pay as you drive is, is an easy way to, to manage your insurance costs, especially if you're not driving heavily for business, etc. But in terms of our insurance being a significant cost, it definitely is. So definitely if you're somebody who's buying your first or your second car, you either want to not buy a brand new car or a seriously powerful car because insurance will, will, will make you see flames. So, Lonaba just finished paying off her very first vehicle this year. Um, firstly, let's congratulate her, you know what I mean? Right? And, and also, um, there's this advert that keeps coming up on the radio where they talk about balloon as if it's this nice thing, like it's a, it's a surprise. And it can actually be a huge and unwanted surprise. What is this balloon payment? And should we opt for it? Should we know about it? A balloon payment or a residual is basically a discount which is offered by car dealerships to make a car more affordable for you. So what they normally do is they basically say, we'll give you a 40% discount on this car. And you only have to pay us at the end. So effectively, you're only buying 60% of the car. The other 40%, they'll ask for it in five years' time or, God forbid, in seven years' time if you take a 72-month deal. Basically, if you can't afford a car without a balloon payment, it means you can't afford the car. Balloon payments work only if, for example, you're using your car as a business tool or a tool of trade, where you know this thing is generating income, and basically you can manage um, the balloon cost or you refinance it at the end. If you're a normal um, individual who just wants to buy your first car, do not even look at balloon payment. Do not look at residual. It basically means that they're making a car you can't afford affordable. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the key here is you can't afford it. So, so just when you think you finish paying, they'll blow a balloon in your face, literally? Yo, it's, it's bad. I mean, I've seen right? people who, who, who lose, you lose the car at the end, plus you owe them a huge, a huge, huge amount, and they want it as a single payment. That's why it's called a balloon. Pop, poof. And that's the biggest challenge. And and, and a lot of people, it takes them by surprise. So if you're buying a car for 300,000 rand and they say 30% balloon payment, it basically means um, 100,000, they'll talk to you about it at the end and you're only paying for 200,000. But where are you going to get a lump sum of 100,000 to be able to keep the car? So many people end up losing their vehicles without knowing. So quickly, before we go, we are uh going to news. Used versus new. Use this better. Um, there's more value on that. And also start exploring um, pay-as-you-go options, lease options, where your car is operating like a cell phone. You, if you don't drive a lot, basically every two, three years they upgrade your car. Um, you never own it, but at the end of the day, if you're someone who likes to drive the latest car and you drive, don't Lamborghini, drive a lot, Sabu. It, it's a choice. I can go lease yeah. one. Definitely, okay. you could do that. Done. <laughs> <laughs> for Instagram. Thank you so much, Gerald. Really do appreciate your time. You're always so incredible and it's so amazing to hear from you. So go through to Twitter at AskGeraldCFP and you'll find all the information you need. He is an incredible guy. Also go to his website, AskGerald.co.za. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.